This episode of the Power 5 Podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Driving School. The Ultimate Driving School has been serving upstate South Carolina for over five years. Owner John Shumpert has over 20 years of experience teaching people how to drive. Virtual and face-to-face classes are offered for driver's education. Students will learn how to change a tire, check oil and tire pressure, and participate in activities with intoxication goggles. You can find more information at www.ultimatedrivingschoolsc.com. You can also find John and his team on Instagram and Facebook at Ultimate Driving School SC. Give these guys a call at 864-554-1071 and tell them the Power 5 Podcast sent you. Welcome to episode number 46 of the Power 5 Podcast. On this episode, we will be ranking our top five Christmas movies. Brant, Christian, and Colin are back tonight. Fellas, it feels like it's been a while since we have ranked something. Kevin, 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 I want to jump in before the six-minute mark. I know that you missed me last week. So yes. I'm just jumping in. Yeah, to all our listeners, oh, oh. if you go back, Brant did not make an appearance on last week's pod until about the six-minute, 32-second mark. Showing up late, baby. love that. Sometimes it happens work. like that. Sometimes <laughs> you'll have that. It'd be like that sometimes, he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, I tried to give us a little bit of company tonight. I mean, not that we need company, but I tried to get us a little bit of company. You know, we've invited Walt up to a little. Walt's apparently doing research for some college basketball or something, but we invited him. Um, got a little, got a little response from checks mix. Um, yeah, yeah. Got that invite. Yeah. How about Blue that? check mark? Blue check. That's right. <laughs> we need a, that. Yeah, that was pretty cool that they responded. We do need a pretzel free option. Yeah, I think that was a good call. I, I would enjoy. I, I don't like. I don't hate the pretzel. Hey, also yeah. invited two other podcasts to join us: the Projection Booth Podcast and the Lights Camera Pod Podcast. Any How about response? That? No, no response. Unfortunately, I, hey, we got. <laughs> I can't even get my own friends to respond. I asked a friend of the pod, Mark Webb Jr., you know, for, forgot he didn't come on. So, you know, I asked my, my brother, Joe, to make a sneak attack, and and he bodied me. And I even asked the local Clemson Tiger football reporter, Grace Rayner. She gave me the cold shoulder on Twitter. And I'm we got to get Joey Stacks on. Swinging oh, yeah. and missing. I don't know, Joey Stacks, <laughs> man, like. He's still kind of popular from the frat pack days. I mean, yeah, that's true. He, he might get us some us. run with the college kids. Did you invite anybody, Colin? I haven't invited anybody in a while, to be honest. What about Tim Allen? I mean, I, I like the tweets. <laughs> day 20. Is day 20 today. Yeah, that's right. Day 20. Day 20. Does anybody remember the the question that Colin threw out last night on the pod, on the pod thread? Was it about coconut cake? No, he said, can we get a thousand downloads in December? Can we get a thousand? I Is that a lot? I think so? we can get there. You think That's so? A lot. Maybe with a maybe with a Tim Allen retweet, maybe. Yeah. What about a buzz from home alone? He's supposed to be on this episode. Should I call him right now? Instagram, live. Facebook Live? Call him live. Devin Ray. Hey, let, let me ask Devin. you guys this. What do y'all have like one particular thing that like kicks off y'all's Christmas season? Like, what is the thing? Thanksgiving. So I think it's Thanksgiving evening, typically purchasing the Christmas tree and watching a Christmas movie. I will not reveal that movie yet. 
You watch, uh, so y'all's tradition is you watch a Christmas movie Thanksgiving night. That is correct. I like that. So that really officially kicks it off. It does. I like that. Mine is always the day after. Mine is the Friday. Yeah. yeah and same. you put the tree up or you get the tree. And it, for me, I'm just going to spoil it out there. It's Home Alone. Home Alone kicks it off for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like before kids, it was always the Friday after Thanksgiving. We would get spend that Friday decorating the house, but it's it's earlier and earlier now. I would say primarily the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. However, my children wanted their Christmas tree up like a week and a half before Thanksgiving. So, you know, I got their little tiny tree. They got like three feet tree, three foot trees in their room. A little, uh, we, we got a little tree in Rollins' room. So a little, something that I learned this year, which I was very thankful for, I got my tree on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and it was just a, the difference of the amount of people that were trying to pick up a tree at the same time was night and day. So we rolled in. I mean, it was a good experience. I heard on Friday there was just hundreds of people at the Christmas tree farm. And it was just nuts. Like Which one are you referring to? Mystic, Mystic uh, on 25. Listen, I know that this is specific for our Greenville listeners, but bear with me. I've lived in Richmond Hills right beside Mystic Farms for 23 years. Never <laughs> saw more than five cars there. Now, granted, I was gone a decade, but I'm back. <laughs> and the volume of traffic there last Thursday was insane. The secret Maybe time. it was Friday. It was I was going to Dacus Bill. Hundreds Farms. of cars. Yeah, Hundreds. the secret's out about Mystic, man. People are coming from all over the place to go there. It's mystical, Fran, is baby. This a, is this a new tradition, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving? It, it's absolutely going to be. But, uh, but, you know, I do the work of getting the tree in the stand and up, but but it's not decorated until Friday. That still remained the tradition that we that we decorate the tree after, and we do all the Christmas decorating after Thanksgiving on Friday, typically while listening to a Christmas album. You know, our listeners may not know, but we've got Father Christmas, Colin Thompson himself, as as a member of the podcast. You know, I'm I'm sure you you might be a little bit sad that you're not in McAdenville this year. Look, it 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 has taken a little a little um a little bit away from the holiday season. You know, folks in McAdenville kicked it off Monday night uh, with a, an insane you know four or five weeks. So definitely missing a little bit of the the Christmas spirit that comes with living in McAdenville. Mm. Christmastown, you, USA. Yeah, I've never been up there before. Are you, are you visiting this this Christmas? I think I think we do have that planned. Maybe go up, visit some friends. Haven't really been back since since moving. Um, so do plan to maybe shoot up there and hang out with some folks for lunch, and you know, slide into McAdenville early and see the lights, and then head home. Colin, it's is a it, neat idea about the. So, do you think it would go over well in Powdersville or TR to mandate tiny town. everyone by uh, Christmas lights? <laughs> yeah, the thing that's unique about McCaddenville for those folks that have never been, I mean, it's really landlocked between I eighty five and Wilkinson Boulevard, or what's Franklin there in Gastonia, and the neighborhood in the town just sit there like it's probably no more than a mile wide. And so it, it just kind of fits perfectly there in that little bubble. And I think the challenge when you get into somewhere like, you know, Traveler's Rest or Easley or any other city, that it's just there's no real confinement to where what is considered that area. You know, I mean, 
Yeah. Sure. Traveler's rest has city limits, but I mean, it just continues to trickle on and on. That's the, that's what makes McAdenville work. I think. Yeah. It's a neat experience. I enjoyed it last year or the year before, whenever it was. All right. Hey, let me ask yeah, you this. what you got. What you got? How many Disney related ornaments do you have on the Christmas tree? Oh, that's a good question. We got a decent amount. You know, we've, We've got a decent amount of Disney ornaments on the tree. You got some Mickey ears. We got a couple characters. You know what? The characters are more so on the kids' trees. You know, like Ellie's got her favorite characters. Ace's got like his Buzz Light years and his Lightning McQueens and that kind of stuff. But uh, we got some park specific ornaments. But I would say more so than Disney is just like where we've been across the country, you know, like more. Everywhere we've been, like that's kind of like our travel thing, our little souvenirs, pick up a Christmas tree ornament. We do that as well. Got some Colorado, uh, Vegas even. I picked up a Vegas ornament, New York, Cali. My favorite ornament on the tree is probably a New York cab with a a Christmas tree on top. That's my favorite ornament. Solid. Yeah. Mine's a little Las Vegas poker chip. Last time I went out there pretty solid little red chip put all your money on it yeah speaking of disney ornaments brand did you pick up any when you went to the old uh disney on ice uh no ornaments no ornaments i i bought one bottle of water i think it was like 1850 (laughs) (laughs) it was it was was 550 it was aquafina which was nice but uh nice overall a pretty good experience at disney on ice i i enjoyed myself so I do remember one time you saying that Rollins will not know about Disney World. Uh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Disney World. That's right. That's right. Yeah, or Mickey Mouse, right? She won't know about she we've we've had to get we've had to give in on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I mean, there's just no getting around it at this point. You got to somebody has let her watch it and it's over for us. Satan. I'm pretty sure I was a just wait parent on that. I was like, just yeah, wait, man. She's going to learn about that. Just wait. But, but the the place, though, she will not know that exists. Okay, sure. <laughs> just, just wait. Yeah, my daughter went to Disney on ice, too. I, I did not have to go. I got out of that. I heard she had a great time. You know, we let the Uber drop her back off afterwards. So. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Reed. She just turned good, one. Hey. I mean, that. Uh, Toy Story. I mean, they had them all. They had them all. I will. I would say that uh, they paid special attention to Moana and Frozen. Hey, well, fellas, before we rank, let's go ahead and do our today in history, December the first. Man, we got a lot going on. As hold always, on, hold on. Today in history with Professor Williams. There it is. I was wondering if you were going to throw that jingle in there. Yeah. Hey, it's Professor Williams. Time. He's the man. He'll tell you what happened on this day in time. There we go. It's <laughs> Professor Williams. Hey, we want to wish a happy birthday to Sarah Silverman. Guys, she's 51 years old. She Holy seem like crud. She's 51. Doesn't look ah, She's a, yeah, 51. All right. How about 51. that? 51. Hey, Woody Allen, 86. Definitely looks 86. <laughs> I like his jacket, though. I don't know if we should talk about him or not. Wasn't he uh, Woody, the guy from Toy Story with Tim Allen, Woody Allen? Hey, Bette Midler turned 76 today. Happy birthday to Miss Bette Midler. Rent wind beneath our wings. Hocus Pocus. Dude, never heard Uh, of Bette Midler? Before my time. Come on. Colin, you are the – have I ever told you you're my hero? Hey, last night, please. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Bette Miller, no, that's Miller, man. A, that's a good song. <laughs> Absolutely. 
We'll rank that on sad songs. That's right. Colin, you, you let us know. Taylor Swift, 10 minutes, whatever it is, give it to me. Hey, last but not least, Zoe Kravitz turns 33 years old today. Zoe, mm. is birthday. she that old? No. Like wow. Zoe. I feel like she's on a Brant Vest top five list somewhere. She probably is. <laughs> she probably is. Hey, December the 1st, 1971, John Lennon and Yoko Ono the, and the Plastic Ono Band released Happy Christmas War is Over. Do y'all like that song? Never heard oh, of no. Yeah, you have. Sing me a bar. You've heard the song War is Over. Sing it. It's Christmas time. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> That's band-aid. Go, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't even come up with it, but it's it, it gets <laughs> it's a lot that of that good, guys. Sounds like a good one. Hey, I I had no idea that today is National Pie Day. So big shout out to the pecan pie, the key lime pie, the apple pie, all the delicious pies. Colin, don't forget oh, the coconut pie. Love the coconut pie. Colin, I know one of your favorite sodas is the Dr. Pepper. 1885, December the 1st, 1885, the first Dr. Pepper was served at Morrison's Old Corner Drugstore in Waco, Texas. Wow. One of, come on. I mean, there's nothing really close. Nothing's close to the Dr. Pepper. I mean, that's not true. There's a long there's gap. Several, several. There's a long drive. Wild Pepp Cherry Extra. Pepsi. Mm. <laughs> All right. Dr. Pepper's elite, but there are others. Surge. I feel confident that we're all going to be talking about this. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we got some surprises, but. 1989, December the 1st, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation premieres in theaters. Oh, can't even see the lines, can you, Russ? 32 <laughs> years ago. That is absolutely That's going to clean sweep man. everybody's number one today, right? You think so? No. I don't know about that. No, it won't. Yeah, man, we got some, it, we got it some is good amazing. Christmas movies. Guys, did you know that they listened to me? Again, pod influencers here. Remember when I told you guys that A Christmas Story – the Christmas story, whatever, doesn't deserve a 24 hour marathon, but yes. Christmas vacation yes. does. TNT yes. listened. And this past weekend, they played 24 straight hours of Christmas vacation. Thank you, Ted Turner. Yeah, very nice. I, w- hey. I wouldn't be shocked if that movie, Christian, doesn't make anybody's list a Christmas story. Or oh, whatever that. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Just, it's not that. a good movie. It's not good. A good movie. Agreed. Agreed. We'd- we did have a couple people, I think, respond with a GIF as their favorite Christmas movie with with a Christmas story GIF. Yeah. And we had some we had some wild ones on there. I think we had some Trading Places, Eddie Murphy, Dan yeah. Aykroyd. Did you ever see yeah. that? Yeah, I've never seen wild that. cards. I need to. Yeah, it's planes, uh, trains, and automobiles. Based on the Prince and the Popper. Hey guys, yeah. we got a we got a poll out right now. Best Home Alone movie. This will obviously be finished up by the time this pod airs on December the sixth. But the best Home Alone movie. So we had Home Alone one, Home Alone two, and any of the others. Currently, we got about fourteen hours left. Only thirty five votes. So hopefully, we'll get some more on there. But Home Alone one is currently running away with this thing. Seventy seven percent. I had a hard time with that because 100%. as much as one is the staple, two is so classic there's so much about it so many great lines such a great cast it builds on it but for anybody who said home alone three or any other home alone (laughs) bye bye (laughs) you're canceled i'm sorry barstool i'm talking to you portnoy you hear me get out of here 
it has to be in the conversation for, I don't know if you would call, do would you call it a sequel? You wouldn't, I guess. Right. It's just a part two, but it's like one know. of the best. I think it's, it's a like, sequel. it's one of the best part twos or sequels yeah. ever made. I mean, John, John Hughes actually was addressing this because apparently John Hughes, if you don't know him, he's the writer. I mean, just yeah. cult classic, everything he puts his name on is just gold. But, um, he did not like doing sequels and apparently he was, he did not consider home alone a sequel. Yeah. But more like a part two, whereas he saw Christmas vacation that he also wrote, he considered that more as a sequel to the vacation series, I guess, yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, Either true. way though, man, great, great movies. And you know, we, we can talk about this too, but whether you think Home Alone One's better or Home Alone Two's better, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there that I think Home Alone Two has the absolute best scene with Kevin and Marv and Harry, and that is the brick scene in Home Alone Two, where he's just chunking the bricks off the top of the apartment, and Marv's just getting pelted with those things. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm talking Suck about crying. Brick, like fantastic yeah. and how about the trump appearance oh man classic yeah. the donald yeah. Yeah. how about yes. the scene where uncle frank is in the shower he's get yes. out of here you nosy little pervert i'll slap you silly yeah he's singing that is one of my yeah. favorites what's crazy, what's crazy about that movie is like there's so many things that are so identical to the first movie but it right. feels so different like it was yes. just masterfully done how about the Twin Towers in there, too? Yeah, yeah. He's like y'all know, top of the Empire State Building. Even the bird lady. Like, I didn't love that storyline, but it just makes sense. Like, it wouldn't oh, work yeah. without her. She's just like old man Marley with the bloody hand, the shovel yeah. slayer. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Did y'all know that you can get a Live Like Kevin package at the Plaza Hotel still today? Now, Are you serious? You can get a Live Like Kevin package. It Bye. comes with, like, a big old huge... Ice cream sundae cart. You get a backpack with all the Home Alone DVDs in it. You get a cheese um, pizza, all kinds wow. of stuff. Anyways, back in 2017, the packages started at $895 a night. So I'm sure if you get it during Christmas time, obviously, you know, we're, in t we're about to be in 2022. I'm sure those prices have gone up. But does that, does that include the room? Or just yes. the package. Okay. Yeah, Which that's is, what I'm saying. Like that's that's a night stay in whatever room at the plaza with I, with all the stuff. I've looked at the plaza before and that's a pretty cheap rate to include all that. Ding dang dong is partnered with the <laughs> Plaza Hotel, a most luxurious hotel experience. Something like that. Christian. Question <laughs> Is Macaulay Culkin, does he come with the room? Uh, <laughs> I doubt that, man. I uh, doubt it. Not worth what the is, price. What is he up to these days, Christian? I'm just making bank. I mean, Absolutely he's actually not. he's either dating, engaged, or married to a Disney Channel star named Brenda Song. I uh, really <laughs> love. I love his brother in uh, Succession. Yeah, Fuller. I mean, it's what a great character! Oh, Fuller. That's Fuller. He hosted SNL. They showed him when Macaulay yeah. Culkin hosted SNL as a little kid that Kieran was on there too. And that's Fuller. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys the no high no Fuller. Idea. I, I love the look on Brant's face. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just was priceless. <laughs> for our I had no idea about that. Wow. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Never seen it. 
Man, that's <laughs> phenomenal. Gosh, I, this this is why I love the Power Five Pod. You're going to learn something there. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. We're educational. Yes. We yeah. got a professor on the show. He has a jingle and all. Since we're talking about Home Alone 2 here, and I guess we need to get to our rankings, but how about this, man? Y'all got any guesses on how much money big Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin, made for Home Alone 2, lost in New York? Is it small was, or large? And we're not, a, talking about revenue. we're not talking about revenue since. We're talking about the amount of money he made to I'm do I'm talking about as a 12-year-old boy when he made that movie. <laughs> what I'm going to say $18 million. Oh God! It wasn't that much. No, I'm probably a six point eight million, Kev. Uh, four point five, four point five. That's pretty good. But in the nineties, that was banked on. Man, I mean, it still is. Chris is like, Chris is like at twenty twenty one, four and a half million. Nothing. (laughs) That was before cryptocurrency, Kev bought. That's true. That was nickels on the dime. He only made like fourteen Bitcoin on that now. Exactly. How much Doge? All right, it's time for our final update from the Spice Logistics LLC podcast Pick'em. Congrats to the pod father, Kevin, coming in as our winner. What? 40 points. I demand a recount. Christian coming in at 37. A I know. Big drop off to me and Brant uh, with me at 30 and Brant with 27. Big shout out again to Spice Logistics for sponsoring the podcast Pick'em throughout the college football season. Absolutely. Hey, our listeners, they're not surprised by that, right? I mean, let's be honest. Christian, I thought you knew sports. I, I did know sports. That's why I demand a recount. This thing was freaking a fraud. I you think know, college and drinking. Most of the way, right? I did. That's why this blows me away. I think I got cocky late in the year. Yeah. And just started pooping around. Did you start shopping for houses in Southern California like uh, your boy, <laughs> My boy Lincoln in September, LFR? Apparently, absolutely, man. Look, we, we've already got you know the big you know number one quarterback recruit staying home in Cali. You know DJ Uyunglele is coming to hold clipboard. It's gonna be fun, man. <laughs> I'm ready for, for now. It. Oh, so God. those lawsuits for tampering start piling up. Listen, nil. LFG, I don't care. Hey, without further ado, let's rank some Christmas movies. This ought to be fun. We got Christian leading us off tonight. It's been a while since he dropped the number one on us. Colin, you'll go second, Brant third, and I will wrap us up tonight. Number five. All right, guys. All right. We're talking top Christmas movies here. And for my criteria, I really picked movies that are staples that I'm going to watch with friends, with family, and I'm probably going to watch multiple times. So you're going to see some of the classics, some of the nostalgic ones that take me back to as young as I can remember. And then there's going to be a couple, maybe one off the top here um, that's a little bit newer, uh, but has sort of become a tradition for me. So coming at number five, hopefully this is a little bit off the grid. This movie came out in 2015 and stars one of my favorite comedians, Mr. Seth Rogen, along with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Anthony Mackie, all-star cast. This movie is called The Night Before, and it is a Christmas movie. If you haven't seen it, Miley Cyrus makes a cameo at the end singing Wrecking Ball. They literally get on the big piano like Tom Hanks and big. They rock their Christmas sweaters. If you haven't seen it, it comes on FX every year. I own the DVD. Ladies and gentlemen, number five for me, The Night Before. If you hadn't seen it, check it out, fellas. 
I don't know what to say about it because I've never seen it. I did see it make a couple lists out there when I was doing a little research, but I've not seen the movie, Christian. Amazing comedy film. It's not one for the kids. Obviously, it was rated R, but I remember seeing it in theaters in 2015. Immediately became a classic. Every year I watch it uh, with my brother and a buddy of mine. And I mean, literally, we're rolling the entire time. It is any other Seth Rogen comedy that you've enjoyed put a Christmas theme to that. And that's what you got. So I had to throw in a new before you at number five. I dig it. I dig it. I went from a criteria standpoint with movies. I mean, there were probably points in life when other movies I would consider my favorite Christmas movies, but these are really the five that I'm going to watch every year, no matter what. I mean, they're definitely going to be viewed in my household and starting out with, with number five, little bit different a little bit of a, of a newer one so to speak most people that listen to the pod or know me know i'm a, a pretty big vince vaughn fan so i'm going for christmases the 2008 flick <clears throat> and i know that you know we could have a lot of similarities tonight so just kind of wanted to to highlight some of my underrated quotes from each movie and so for four christmases right off the bat we get the bar scene and uh, I, I can't you know for for sake of editing purposes for kevin i'm not going to read the whole quote but you get the i don't give a damn about connecticut i hate those cheap earrings i'm from north dakota and this is how we handle our business in the bison state right off the top no christmas related to that quote but man it is fantastic opening scene that was probably improv by vince vaughn his classic classicness that is a good movie if wedding crashers doesn't make your list i'll be disappointed (laughs) <laughs> love love that movie oh my gosh what a cast um i'm not gonna lie it's gonna be on my list so i'll i'll wait and give a couple thoughts on that but hilarious movie colin good pick yeah for sure such classic actors in that movie too i love when they when when uh reese witherspoon's character meets orlando for the first time <laughs> love it <laughs> too greatest All right, number five for me, I'm going to go with, well, I'll just say about my criteria. So these are typically movies that I'll watch, you know, generally speaking, every Christmas season. There are two on my list that are absolutely no question about it. I'm going to watch at least one time every single Christmas, if not multiple times each Christmas season. But so coming in at number five, it is the 1966 26-minute CBS animated special, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's the original. Yes. It's, it's better than all the others, I think. I mean, it's true to the, to the uh, 1957 Dr. Seuss book by the same name. As early as I can possibly remember, I mean, even being in elementary school, I remember this coming on television and really feeling like that kicked off Christmas. Um, so I had to get it in the list somewhere. So coming to number five, the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966 animated special. Like that. Keep the original for me. Absolutely. Dude, great pick. Glad that you threw that in there. It was I was I definitely considered that, but I like that you picked the original as well. Not a fan of the Jim Carrey. I haven't seen the newest one. It's like the new animated full feature yeah, film, but not, um, not gonna watch that. Hadn't hadn't checked that out. But man, the classic. You're right. It does just kind of set the tone for Christmas and just bring up so many memories and just the all the feels. 
All right. So coming in at number five for me real quick, my criteria is just, I mean, movies that I feel like I watch a lot every single Christmas, just like you guys, those just on that normal rotation that I'm going to sit down and take the time to, to watch. I don't know about y'all. Well, Christian, I know you used to be a big movie guy. I don't know if you still are as big of movie guys you are, um, you know, ever since we've had children i mean it's just hard sometimes to carve out a few few hours to watch oh, a, yeah. an entire movie but for some reason at christmas we just find the time to do that and i yeah. think it's just part of the whole holiday tradition thing so these things just kind of fit into our what what we do is is for our family and our household as a part of our holiday tradition so here we go coming in at number five colin i'm with you man i've got four christmases 2008 film Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn, Robert Duvall. Who else we got in there? We got John Favreau, Kristen Chenoweth, Dwight Yoakam. You know, you mentioned the bar scene. My my favorite scene in the entire movie is when Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn go to church and they get cast in the play, and Dwight Yoakam's the preacher. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. If you don't know, or if you have not watched that scene in that movie, it's one of the funniest in all of comedy, in my opinion. But man, just an all-star cast, man. You got John Boyd, forgot about that. Sissy Spacek. Um, you got some big-time heavy hitters in there. $80 million budget, ended up grossing $163 million on my Christmas playlist for Christmases number five. Love it. How about that? A couple four Christmases there. Yeah. Number four. All right, guys. So I threw in the one for me pick. That was the night before. But now I'm going to hit you with the classics here. And for my number four pick, hard to believe it's been 18 years since this movie was released. Crazy thing about it is I didn't even remember. It was released October the 9th. 2003 directed by for Christmas's pal John Favreau which he has been one to do I mean that guy is Avenger movies I mean that dude is just obviously rolling in the dough right uh so this movie none other than the classic Elf with Will Ferrell James Caan Zoe Deschanel the new girl who's that girl it's Jess uh you got Peter Dinklage you know from you know, freaking Game of Thrones on there as a little cameo action. I actually didn't see this movie in theaters, believe it or not, as big of a movie buff as I am. I actually think I didn't really start watching it a lot, probably until about five years ago or so. So color me late to the party. Um, but to me, this has started to become a staple. My wife and I have enjoyed it with her family. Uh, so, yeah. So give me Elf coming in at uh, number four. Great movie. It's coming back. Yeah, I love that movie. Don't forget, man, we got a little Bob Newhart in there. Dude, as well. Bob Newhart, yes. classic. Hey. Used to watch his show, Nick at Night. Man, some maple sp- syrup and some spaghetti. <laughs> I know this won't be popular, but not a huge elf guy. You're um, not a big Will Ferrell guy. Yeah, and that's what it stems from. I mean, you had to choose Vince Vaughn or Will Ferrell, and you've chosen very, very easily. I'm too. hoping Fred Claus comes back. Bye, buddy. <laughs> hope you find your dad. <laughs> That is the best, oh, the narwhal. I love the narwhal part of it. Oh yeah, classic. Man. Coming God, in at be so good. Sorry, coming <laughs> in at number four for me. I mean, how can you not include something with Tim Allen, who we've been writing <laughs> on the podcast for, I believe it's twenty days as of today's recording, uh, going with the nineteen ninety four film, The Santa Claus, and you know it's 
when I was kind of going through picking these out, man, like there's not one thing I can point to, but I just love the movie. I mean, I think it's a good movie. I think it very much reminds yeah. me of, you know, maybe being a kid, you know, in the nineties, but I mean, he's, it's on there mainly because of Tim Allen. I mean, we shared a bowl of sugar, did some shots of brown liquor, played with my shotguns, Phil dressed a cat, looked for women. I mean, come on, you can't beat it. How about him just constantly needling Neil? Neil, yeah, yeah. Neil the with the sweater sweaters. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Classic man. Tim Allen, man. That's just what he plays. That's classic movie. Detroit yeah. right there. Yeah, He's a right. typical Detroiter. And I, I love the part where he walks in in the sweats and he's blown up and everybody's like, what in the world? I would say the Santa Claus is the, probably the most nostalgic movie for me because I literally, I loved that movie as a kid. Absolutely loved it as a kid. I have the VHS I, still. Yeah. I mean, I, we definitely had the VHS and it was one of those things. It was every single year. For while, when I was a kid, that's the movie I look forward to the most every year. What Would you say don't make a sequel? Don't make two sequels. That's a movie that you can just yeah. stick with the original. Yeah, man. I mean, the the others are not nearly as good. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, agreed. Agreed. Totally. Maybe. Well, two that's because Heidi from Tool Time was not in there, and that's true. on them. That's true. All right. So I'm going to go here with number four. Man, I think these are kind of interchangeable now, but I'm going to stick with my original listing. Um, it's already been listed by Ke- uh, Christian, but it's Elf at number four. Just the only reason it's at number four is because there are three that are just great movies that are getting uh, getting its place up. I don't mean that it's the fourth best Christmas movie. It's phenomenal. It deserves to, be, to have a lot of recognition, but I had to slide it in number four, Elf. Great movie. All right, my fourth pick is another Tim Allen movie. It is not the Santa Claus, but it is Christmas with the Cranks. This is on our rotation. I feel like it's one of the first movies we tend to watch every Christmas season. We tend to watch it a little bit earlier than most. However, we haven't watched it yet. Maybe by the time that this thing airs, we will have watched it. But love me some Christmas with the Cranks. You know, if you hadn't seen it, essentially, uh, it's based on a John Grisham book called Skipping Christmas. Pretty good, solid, quick fiction read i don't read a lot of fiction but it's a good quick read essentially the cranks decide to skip christmas and their neighborhood is like a macadamville christmas town usa and they just put their foot down they're like nope not going to decorate this year because they want to spend all their money on some big christmas cruise and uh ultimately that, that kind of backfires but lots of good funny moments in there good family film again tim allen is just he's always needling somebody and he's got some neighbors that he's just constantly picking on and and just having that angle so just classic How about jamie lee Allen. curtis jamie lee hey, curtis listen shout out to her shout out to my buddy austin big jamie lee curtis fan he prefers her back in the day you know when she had the long hair but jamie lee curtis you know she does more than just the halloween flicks people yeah i like her out Aykroyd in that movie too man oh he's, oh, he's a great heel a luther movie. luther yeah. put frosty up <laughs> Frosty. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. They don't make them like that anymore. Thick and beefy. (laughs) I love that. Christmas with the Cranks. Baby's first Christmas. Number three. All right, guys. We're getting into our top three, and I have a feeling we're going to start getting a little bit of repetition here. Is that the word? I don't know. Either way, listen, guys, I am so 
TO'd about this right now. Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie 34%. I didn't know Rotten Tomatoes existed back in 1992. This movie was directed by none other than the gentleman that discovered America, Chris Columbus. I don't know if you knew this. It stars Macaulay Culkin, Joseph Pesci, Daniel Stern, Tim Curry, who played in the movie It, Clue, some of the classics, Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek, are you kidding me? And starring one of Kevin's favorite actors, Mr. Rob Schneider, as the bellboy named Cedric, (laughs) classic. Listen, guys, this Home Alone 2, we talked about a little bit earlier, but guys, it's got to be on the list. Uh, It may not be the original, but to me, it's got to be watched multiple times. If it's on right now and it's halfway through, I'm going to sit there and watch an hour of it. Um, It's that classic. So many great lines. I mean, Macaulay Culkin, that kid did no wrong in the early 90s. So, uh, you know, give me Home Alone 2 coming in at number three. Get up, Marvin. You you didn't have any more bricks. You didn't have any more bricks. Come on. Suck brick, kid. Dude, I'm telling hey, you. Man. Wow, what a hole. Hey, what I remember <laughs> I remember dying laughing at the brick part the first first time I see the movie. Well, I still laugh at the brick scene, but the tool chest. Do you remember the tool chest coming down the stairs <laughs> yeah, and Marv's yes. nose? Right. It's all, all you know, turned to the side. <laughs> and, then he fixes it. and what about when he gets electrocuted and his <laughs> hair is just out and he turns into the skeleton? <laughs> that is classic. How about oh, when Kevin man. Kevin pinches the woman in front of him and then Daniel oh, Stern yeah. goes, Well, hello. Yeah. <laughs> man, that is a good movie. Oh, classic. Can't wait to watch it. Oh, good stuff. Hey, good Kevin, stuff. I don't know if you could watch this movie if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription, which you probably do, but they're going to find out that you're using a stolen credit card. <laughs> oh, All man, right, I'm done. Fantastic. All right, coming in at number three for me, I'm sure that this is, uh, this is coming back. Um, probably going to be a little low here for the group's uh, liking. But I'm going with Christmas Vacation at number three, 1989 flick. Man, I mean, what a fantastic movie. So many, so many great moments and scenes and lines. The one that that when I'm watching it pretty much gets me rolling pretty good is, of course, Cousin Eddie. You know that metal plate in my head? I had to have it replaced because every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for half an hour or so. I mean, it just you just can't beat that. It's good stuff. Randy Quaid, classic. Yeah, Randy Quaid, what a great movie. So loved. great flick. So it's coming back. That that's is, for sure, Colin. Number, number I mean, three. I mean, it's got a it's got a fit somewhere though. Top three is strong. Either way. Yeah, for sure. I like it. All right, my number three has been talked about already, but it is taking it back to '94. It's the Santa Claus. Like I said earlier, it it was the movie that I looked forward to watching the most when I was growing up. Just a classic Tim Allen movie, Santa Claus number three. Love that. Santa Claus, classic Tim Allen. Was that a 1994? Did that come out when we were like eight years old? Something like that. What a good year. Man. What a, it was a great year. Oscar Mayer weenie whistle. Yes. <laughs> remember that? Right yeah. There at the yeah. Oh, absolutely. Such man. a clatter company. Yep. That's right. <laughs> All right, Christian, copying you, man. I got Home Alone, Numero Dos, Lost in New York coming in at my third pick. Love that. You know, I, I struggled with that a little bit because they. I feel like at some point in time, I have been on both sides of the fence here, preferring number one over two and then two over one and back and forth. So I really had to do some, some, some comparing and contrasting here, but 
number one, you know, a little spoiler here is just a little bit more iconic, a little bit more nostalgic for me than number two. But like you said, what an all-star cast for number two. Um, what about number is, three? It, I've seen it one time, and that was one time too many. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, it's so difficult for any movie, any movie sequel or part two or whatever you want to call this to be even close to the first. So props to Christopher Columbus and John Hughes and just the entire cast for bringing it the way they did on, on number two to even make it con in consideration to, to top number one. Yeah. That's a solid pick. Solid pick. Can't beat it. Not going to make mine, but it's super solid. Wait, what was that again? I didn't, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what did you say? It's a wonderful life. All right. Number two. All right, guys, so we're getting into our top two here. And this is when it got a little bit dicey, man. I'm going to have to offend somebody, you know, maybe even offend a, a big, you know, get for the pod one day, but, but maybe not. So I'm going to give you the quote for the movie I pick. Imagine yourself at Belk Simpson, maybe an Upton's JC Penny, you know, as a father, you know, with your young son, you know, shopping for the missus, you know, those young ladies there, you know, taking care of you, maybe showing you something you like. And, and this is what you say, you'll log, <laughs> not a log. I don't have a log. I mean, you know, if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. <laughs> Anyways, Christmas vacation, <laughs> 1989, the iconic Chevy Chase scene. I mean, you name it from the start, you know, singing songs in the, you you know, old school, you know, little station wagon and <laughs> about getting run over by a tra yes. tractor trailer. That redneck and laughing like oh, when man. he's eating up his bumper. <laughs> yes. That is classic. Shout out to Dilworth. Um, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> it's such a great, great flick there. I mean, iconic scenes. I think my other favorite one is just the, the subtle jabs, you know, like the, you know, can I refill your eggnog? You know, drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. I mean, there's just so many classic Chevy Chase lines in that movie. You got Elaine from Seinfeld. Uh, obviously, we mentioned, you know, Cousin Eddie. Uh, you got the old guy, the blessing. Yeah, you yes. know, just so, so many classics, man. Like that movie, you already mentioned John Hughes. How about Beverly D'Angelo? I know if you look at her today, she's not much. But back in the day, tell me there was a better movie mom than Beverly D'Angelo. So Christmas Vacation, number two. Man, if what it wouldn't be movie. too much, I'd like to get something for you too, Clark. Something <laughs> <Yes>. really nice. <laughs> I don't know, Margot. Hey, oh, yeah. Why don't you bend Julia over? I'll show Louise you. Dreyfus in there, yes. man. I was I talking to her. Yeah, I wasn't talking to you. Carpet. <laughs> Gosh, so man. good, dude. I got to go watch that. See you guys later. <laughs> so I mean that's just a classic. There's just no way, no way around it. Love it. Am I up number two? Yeah. Um. No, Colin is. Colin, <laughs> we're getting lost it. in the sauce tonight. Go for it. All right, coming in at number two for me, none other than Home Alone two. I did, I did have to ponder where this fell between second and fourth for me, um, but it's coming in at number two. Just again, man, just what a great movie. I mean, so many good New York scenes in there. Makes you want to figure out a way to stay at the plaza at some point during the holiday season, even though it's stupid expensive. Undercover quote in it, when he is at the airport, asks what city he's in, uh, and they tell him New York, and I think the, the, the desk lady asks him something, and he just, as he's stepping away quietly, I'll be fine. 
It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you just can't beat it. Love it. It's a little Allen whisper. <laughs> kind of so reminds cool. me when, when Colin's eating a bowl of ice cream and they're like, you know, how many, two scoops? He's like, make it three. I'm not driving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Such an innocent kid, Colin. Angels with Man. filthier souls. I could go Good on forever, boy. baby. All right, coming in number two, it is the original Home Alone. It's a movie you have to watch every single Christmas. It's a great movie. I'm I'm blown away that I didn't know Macaulay Culkin's little brother uh, was in the flick, so I learned that tonight. Just a classic, man. You have to watch it multiple times every Christmas. I, I feel like I watch it at least two or three times a year, so got to come in number two. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Woof. That's you, Devin. We're talking to you. You smell that, Mav? Yeah. Fish. No. That's freedom. <laughs> yeah, it was the second one. But... <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, I'm sure the set better. smelled like fish. Even better. Even better. All right. Coming in at number two, we've got... Those fish hooks? We have got... Christmas Vacation, love it. We've talked about it. I didn't realize this. It's based off a book as well called Christmas 59, or at least a short story. That's why John Hughes actually wanted to write the movie. Again, he he was not a fan of sequels, and apparently Warner Brothers or whoever produced the movie was begging him to put out a Christmas movie. He's like, I don't like sequels. But anyways, he had this short story that he had already written, and he kind of based it off of that. But Man, you can go to christmasvacation.com or something like that. I mean, you can get Cousin Eddie Dickies. You can get the moose mugs. You can get anything that you want. I mean, you can get a, a Chicago Blackhawks Clark Griswold hockey jersey. I mean, anything that you want. But, man, I absolutely love, love the movie. Did you guys realize this? The boss, Mr. Shirley, in the movie, that is Bill Murray's older brother. Did y'all know Dude, that? Dude, I, I knew that. Idea. He looks just like him. He no does idea. look like him. A no, super, it, super annoying voice. Not a fan. You know, whatever. He, I can't even do it. But um, yeah. Bill Murray's brother is Brian Doyle Murray. That's his That's his name. That's classic. I didn't know that, but that is cool. Yep. Love these little Easter eggs you're dropping here. Yeah. Better take a rain sure. check on that, Clark. He's got Kevin. a lip fungus that ain't identified <laughs> yet. Yes. What is that thing that Cousin Eddie says when he's out there pumping sewage out of his uh, Winnebago? Crapper's full. <laughs> nope, that's not it. It's something <laughs> else. Not, it. <laughs> not quite. Grant, uh, what is it? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, guys. Number one. All right, top five Christmas movies. It had to come down to this one. The year is 1990. I'm four years old. I actually remember watching this when I was in the first grade. So I was about six. I had the VHS. My parents still have it. It is the original Home Alone in which Rotten Tomatoes actually gave about a 64%. So they were really harsh on Home Alone 2. But I think they weren't giving it the respect it deserves. Everybody knows how classic this is. And shout out to John Candy as Gus Polinski. Polka, polka, polka. Rest in peace to the goat, Mr. Candyman. And I'll be honest with you. If we can't get Devin Rattray and we can't get Macaulay Culkin, if we could get Jerry Bammon, Uncle Frank, I will settle for you, Uncle Frank. Look what you did, you little jerk. Number one, Home Alone. Man, I hate Daddy that. paid I hate good that, money dude. for this. Yeah. Hey, fill her up, fill her up, fill her up, please. I hate him. <laughs> you do? 
Does he yeah, remind you of somebody? I don't know. I just don't like him. But he's perfect <laughs> for the movie, though. I guess. Yeah, Would you guys say that Colin it, Colin is the closest to Kevin McAllister that we have on the pod? Look at him. He's so innocent. <laughs> Colin, no, Colin is the Vince Vaughn on Four Christmases. No kids. Hey, let's go to Fiji or wherever. Let's get out of town. That's true. <laughs> let's send We're in a Speedo, nothing else. Let's send all the nieces and nephews a PlayStation and, you know, not even worry about it. And How about that? That's a That's a – Oh, coming in at number one for me, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. Uh, I've got Home Alone, the original, at number one. I mean, just what a great movie. I mean, coming out in 1990, it just, you know, I just grew up with it. I mean, it was such a classic 90s movie. Even just the the scenes in it are nostalgic. Just Just the house itself. I mean, I know, Brant, you said the Santa Claus was probably your most nostalgic. Uh, it's Home Alone for me, for sure. Little Nero's Pizza. Yes. I mean, two quotes that just just I love that I think are underrated is, um, why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? Uh, <laughs> and that, that part. And then, again, I love the, the Macaulay Culkin, like barely above a whisper, 9 o'clock, when he hears <laughs> that they're coming back at 9, 9 o'clock. <laughs> He was such a great actor ahead of his time. Yeah. Hey, so. what about the what about the scene where they're in Buzz's room and Buzz is giving the rundown of old man Marley and you know, he looks up there and man, they, they closed the blinds real quick, just freaked out about it. You could just imagine what that was like, you know, just a, a nine year old kid or however old. Hey however. Kevin, don't you know how to knock Flemwad? <laughs> And my favorite line of all time that I used on Joe growing up, I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> Still true to this day. You made that a three-syllable <clears throat> word. <laughs> Good luck beeping that out. <laughs> Classic. I love it. I, I felt like Christmas Vacation Home Alone were going to be peppering everybody's top two. So... A lot of things have been said about my number one. It is Christmas Vacation. It's the undisputed champion, in my view. The greatest Christmas movie ever made. The funniest Christmas movie ever made. Christmas Vacation, number one. You like the cartoon at the beginning and the song? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Christmas time is here. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, the only scene that I don't love about that movie, and, you know, I mean, is a Can I guess? There's a clean sweep. Yeah, go ahead. It's when he's either in the attic watching movies or when he's fantasizing about the girl in the pool. <laughs> I love the attic scene because <laughs> he's, yeah, he keeps getting popped with the two by fours. I mean, they oh, just that was funny. Coming up. Yeah. yeah. And, and plus, his feet go through the yes. roof or the ceiling into Russ's bed. Yeah, it's hilarious. Love the attic scene. No, it's the sled scene. All right. I've got the, oh, whatever. And they go to yeah. Walmart. Yeah, it's so he, weird. He goes down the hill. Yeah, it was just weird. Not it a is place. a little random. Yeah, don't don't place. like that. It scene. was almost cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah. Brent, did did it go to number one? Given the um the random Star Spangled Banner scene, giving given our history with random Star Spangled Banner scenes. No, I mean it was always number one. Always <laughs> number one. Easy number one. Love that. All right. I think so one, one quote that I would say just that 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 has not been thrown out because there's been multiple Chevy Chase when he's when he's with cousin Eddie and, and he says, 
if I woke up tomorrow morning with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. This is a little <laughs> underrated, underrated quote. It's, yeah, it's a good line one. after line, man. Yes. Line after Shot line. All right. So my number one is the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, Home Alone, the original, the OG. I was in third grade. We had at Armstrong Elementary, Colin, your former bullpup alum Absolutely. as well. Armstrong, third grade. We had some kind of little Christmas program. I remember my mom came to it, got us out of school early after after the Christmas program. Me and Chris Mills, not sure if Chris is a pod listener. Hopefully he is, but me and Chris Mills and my mom went to the Bijou Cinemas in Greenville by the old Wade Hampton High School and watched Home Alone number one. And man, it made an impression on me forever. Love it. Can't get enough. Home Alone's one of those movies that, first of all, it's the only movie that I actually have a t shirt of. Okay. And the quote is just Buzz Your Girlfriend Wolf, but got that t shirt. And the second thing is, at one point in time, I said that Home Alone was in the running for my favorite movie of all time. Um, not just a Christmas movie, but just period overall, because it doesn't matter if it's July the 22nd. If Home Alone's on, I can stop what I'm doing and watch it, enjoy it for what it was, just for the nostalgia, the characters. I mean, just what a classic, classic 90s movie. Can't get enough of it. I love it. Home Alone, number one. What about Catherine O'Hara? Does she give Beverly D'Angelo a movie mom's run? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. She Is it the haircut? She's, she's kind of annoying. I mean, you mean Moira? Moira Rose? And whatever her name is. Oh, <laughs> Only Brant would get that. Yeah. No, no idea. She's hey, crazy. so trying to think, man. I had had some other little nuggets here for uh oh yeah 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 here's my little nugget for this okay so home alone one i read this i forgot to write it down though so joe pesci you know i mean he's in movies like goodfellas and casino and all these pretty hardcore movies not family friendly so he was used to you know dropping a lot a little bit of uh some four-letter words from time to time on the set so christopher columbus the director he's like dude you got you gotta stop you know we got too many kids running around here and so if you notice in the movie, anytime, anytime something happens with Joe Pesci or Ma Mav, he starts saying, so Christopher Columbus kind of coached him up to do this. Like, look, dude, whenever you want to say the F word, you've got to say fridge. And so that's where <laughs> the fridge, 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 fridge starts, starts coming and, and obviously lasts through uh, the second movie as well. Going back to all the scenes that I can think of in Home Alone 1, I think my favorite is the tarantula scene where Marv <laughs> just screams like a little girl going nuts. And, you know, he, he ends up landing on Harry, and Harry ends up getting jacked with the crowbar from Marv. Love that scene. Die laughing. And it's, it's such a good yeah. movie. Like even the music when their van yes. is creeping into the yes. movie. Oh yeah, man. The score, everything, everything is about just that. done well about the movie. Can I say no. there's one flaw? Okay. And you may disagree with me, but again, Kevin, I think I agree with you when I say this is one of the best movies, not just Christmas movies, but the ending scene where Kevin's hanging up on the coat rack and, you know, Joe Pesci's about to nibble his fingers off. 
boom, Marley's there and it's over and he's in a cop car. And it's like, what? Like they yeah. had just gone through such an elaborate maze to end so quick and abruptly. And then of course you got the mom coming home and the family and that's great. But does anyone else feel like that just kind of happened too fast? I wanted him to nibble finger. Well, now know. that you mention it, <laughs> it worked I just, for me. Something had to happen. That's because you were ready to, you know, go to bed. You, you watched it late. It was nine o'clock. <laughs> Colin was polishing off his whole milk, chocolate milk, and his strawberry pop dart for his late and his macaroni night. and cheese dinner from. How, how did he remind me? How he led the cops to the neighbor's house, though? He, he called, called from the neighbor's house and started a flood. Right? No, right. he called. He, he called from basement. his own house. Oh, that's right. Uh, and on then, the green yeah, that's phone. right you remember that like that forest green oh, yeah. just straight 90s yeah i mean yep, he's got a green phone clutch. right yeah hey this sticky was, bandits man they didn't they didn't get away with it the wet bandits the wet, they they were wet and then they were sticky in the same they were right? sticky and hey hands off the head pal hands off the head let me ask you one question before we you know end this thing here which one of kevin's pranks do you feel like was the worst like that would be the one that you said don't do it is it the torch to the dome for kevin because of the beautiful mop oh gosh you know the one one i cringe is when marv steps on the nail oh the tar nail steps like you can hear like just a little bit of you you can hear it yeah you can hear the puncture you can hear the plantar fasciitis Yeah. yeah poor marv i mean no way he survives any of that who got it worse though (laughs) harry or marv like the Mar- culmination of all of their injuries. I mean, it, Harry, I mean, anytime you get a blowtorch to your head, I mean, that's and pretty he got hard the bulk of the hand imprint, right? The, the doorknob. Yeah. yeah. Number two, I would say Marv got the worst. I mean, he's got the bricks. He falls yeah. through the big hole. He's, he's got the stapler gun, the electrocution. <laughs> the stapler, yeah. Oh, gosh. Love it, man. Good stuff. Good hey, let's do a, Merry let's Christmas, do a quick guys. review. Yeah, that's Christmas episode number one. Even if we don't have any listeners, I enjoy doing it. Um, all right. Me. Hey, Christian, coming in at number five, you had The Night Before. Number four, The Elf. Number three, Home Alone 2. Number two, Christmas Vacation. And number one, Home Alone. Colin, your fifth choice was four Christmases. Number four, The Santa Claus. Number three, Christmas Vacation. Number two, Home Alone. Number two, and number one, Home Alone. And Brant, you're – Number five pick was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original. Number four was Elf. Number three, The Santa Claus. Number two, Home Alone. Number one, Christmas Vacation. And coming in, number five for me, we had four Christmases. Number four was Christmas with the Cranks. Number three, Home Alone 2. Number two was Christmas Vacation. And number one, Home Alone. Guys, any thoughts as we close out? I have one thing. I don't know if you guys saw this on Barstool Sports. You know, Airbnb has been doing this lately. The house from Home Alone is available on Airbnb for $25, complete with booby traps, Little Nero's Pizza, and a live tarantula. Check it out on Barstool. 25 bucks. 25 bucks, I guess. But you got to go through the entire booby trap. Oh, I'm in for 25 bucks, man. $25? Golly. Even if you've got to step on the nail. Oh, no, I'm not stepping on an elf for 25 bucks, man. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly go uh, try to try to dodge some booby traps there or get feathered or step on some ornaments. All right. Absolutely. Hey, episode 46 is in the books. we got episode 47 coming your way next week. I think we're doing Christmas songs. We're going to do the best. We're going to do the worst. I'm sure we'll be singing. I'm sure we'll have some tunes playing, and we look forward – 
to you joining us again. In honor of Home Alone, say goodnight, Kevin. Kevin.